Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. Thanks so very much for tuning in today. I'm honored to be your guest for these next few minutes. And as we begin the last broadcast week of February 2023, can you believe that? My goodness, how quickly the time is passing. Jesus is coming And you and I know that our Lord's return is nearer than ever before. But we're praying for revival, refreshing, restoring to us. That's my prayer. And the revival meetings and effort is still going on. As far as I know at this time, down at Asbury University and other universities across the country, it's my prayer to break out across our land. Oh, let's have revival. May God send us a mighty awakening Our nation was birthed in awakenings, absolutely. Our nation was birthed in revival, and I believe it's possible, and not only possible, I believe Joel 2 prophesies that in these last days, right before the return of our Lord, revival would come, a mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That's what revival is all about, a mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That is my prayer. Hey, I'm going to look in Hosea today just to address a a question that's been put to me many times over uh, the last uh, few weeks and actually even during my ministry, but seems like it comes to the top again. Why does the Lord let us go through troubles? Why are we going through all the things we're going through, preacher? I had a dear uh, preacher friend, great, he's a great theologian and Uh, truly is, and he made this statement to me, and I had to consider it. He said, uh, I thought thought we would already be gone to heaven by now. I thought the rapture would have already taken place. Many of you out there are saying, yes, me too. I thought the same thing. I thought we'd already have the rapture, and we'd be gone long ago. Well, my friend, Really, we couldn't be gone long ago because we had to see these things beginning to pass. And also, we had to have God's time plan for a revival, a refreshing, a restoring, a renewal for us. I believe that that it may be exactly what we're seeing starting to begin in our land. But why the troubles? Why are we seeing these things? Well, Hosea... I think, addresses that in chapter number 2. And just one verse that I'm going to take and read today because it talks about a valley here. And we talk of our troubles and trials many times as valleys, don't we? We often refer to the fact, well, I'm going through this valley or through that valley, and I hope I get out on the mountaintop. Well, Hosea chapter 2 and verse 15 The Lord is speaking here to the northern kingdom, the ten tribes of Israel. According to Hosea 1, he is the first writing prophet to tell of Israel's soon judgment. He was telling them in chapter 1 and verse 2, the beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. The beginning of the word of the Lord. Now, is that the beginning of the Bible? No, but it is the beginning of the pronouncement of judgment against the nation of Israel or the northern kingdom, the ten tribes there. 
and Hosea is the first to tell it. But he tells in verse 15 of chapter 2, uh, the Lord is saying to him, I will give her her vineyards from thence and the valley of Achor for a door of hope, and she shall sing there as in the days of her youth and as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. Now the Lord is making a prophetic statement here. Our Lord is promising that the adulterous wife of Israel would be restored. His adulterous wife would be restored. You remember Hosea is the prophet that was told to go and actually marry a a prostitute. There are those who might argue that a little bit and say, well, she wasn't to begin with. Well, uh, as I study the scriptures, it appears as if this is absolutely the sign the Lord is sending And he says, I'm going to restore the adulterous wife of Jehovah, Israel. And the sign he gives, or one of the prophecies, is in verse 15. He talks about the valley of Achor. Now, the name Achor itself means trouble. So here's the valley of trouble. But it's a door of hope. Now, how can you have hope out of a a valley of trouble? Well, that's what God said and says she shall sing there, as in the days of her youth. So let's look at that verse for a moment, and look at your situation, and mine, and others. The valleys that we may be in at this moment, or the valley of trouble, or the troubles that you're in, the troubles our nation is in. Uh, What does this mean, the valley of Achor? Well, first of all, it was the gateway to Canaan land, by the way. It was an entrance to Canaan land. So we could call it instead of the valley of trouble we could call it the valley of entrance because it was in that valley they could get into or the gateway to Canaan land now Canaan land for the children of God actually represents that perfect will of God that you are walking in and living in and working in it's God's perfect will for your life that's Canaan land we often sing about Canaan land We think of it more of a heavenly place, but actually it's an earthly place of being in the will of God, following His will, walking in the Spirit, living in the Spirit, praying in the Holy Spirit, guided by the Holy Spirit, yes, living in the will of God, Canaan land. And the Valley of Achor, the Valley of Trouble, was actually an entrance to Canaan land. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful? And I believe it is wonderful, and I believe it's very true that the valley of Achor that you're in, the valley of trouble that you are in, is just an entrance to God's perfect will and plan for you. He has you walking through this valley. It is a valley of trouble, but hard lessons, someone said, yields a very rich reward. Easy come, easy go, but hard lessons yield a very, very rich result and reward. Someone has said success is the very fruit of failure itself, and how true that is. Success is the very fruit of failure. So the valley of entrance, the valley of trouble, is teaching us that through failures, through the troubles, It's an entrance to Canaan land. It's getting into God's will more and more, following God. But also, 
It is the valley of renewal. I might even call it the valley of revival, the valley of acorn. Trouble can lead to revival. Yes, most often it does. You know what God said to them here? He recalled to Israel the valley of their early vows. He said, when you were young, when you just left the land of Egypt, in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt, he, he reminded Israel of her first love. And that's what revival does, reminds us of our first love, my friend, who we love first, who loves us now, and who is leading us and guiding us through the valley. So the valley of revival and renewal, as he recalled to Israel, the valley of their early vows and their glad consecration and separation and their devotion to him. Uh, and he was going to make this and is making that a valley of renewal. God invites them back to the starting point. Isn't that wonderful? Our God does not forget where you began. He'll take you back to the starting point and say, hey, let's begin again. Let's begin again. Some of you think the valley of trouble is too hard, too tough, and you've gone too far. You cannot begin again. Oh, yes, you can. There's the valley of beginning again, and I think that's the valley of Achor. Then one more thought while we have just a moment left. God uses these rough places through the valley of Achor to polish his people the greatest. Well, I see my time has slipped away. God bless you. Keep you safe till next radio time. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.